All right. Welcome to another edition of the Peasant Party Podcast. Let's go. It is a Monday in Austin, Texas here at Pouch 6 Studios, who is an incredible place to host podcasts. Um, Shout out Pouch 6 Studios. Um, Yeah, I think I want to kick off just introducing my guest to my right. Want to introduce yourself? Uh, My name is Buddy Pearson. I live in Tennessee, and this is my girlfriend. Yeah? Are we? Yeah. How do we know? uh, How how do we meet? We met on TikTok. Um, I'm sure in a comment section probably for, I think, MC4D. Shout out. Something like that. And then it moved to Instagram, and yeah. That's kind of the move. That's how it goes. Grew from there. Well, I'm glad you're here. I think you're going to answer, you're going to help me answer some really, really great mailbag questions today. Um, Friendly reminder that the Peasant Party podcast, um, we are all about being the average Joe and Jill, um, talking about dating tips, takes, issues from all over the place that don't fall into the category of craziness, which you see a lot nowadays. For sure. Yeah. Um, And kind of wanted to like, I guess, kick off first before we jump into the mailbag. Um, one of the big things that made you get some sort of a following on TikTok, which he does have, um, was your affinity for the first date coffee date. Do you want to talk about that? And then kind of the, I guess there's a lot of all, there's a lot of debate around the coffee date, I would say throughout the internet. And it's, it's not even just women, it's, it's men as well. Do you want to give a rundown of that? I think that the coffee date is the ideal and supreme first date and I understand why a lot of women don't feel that way because women, their, their argument when you see those are that they like spend a lot of money to get their nails done. They're doing their hair. They're buying an outfit or they're taking time to put on a nice outfit. They're doing self tanner or they're going and getting a tan that basically like their investment into how they look is a lot. And so they feel like there should be equal effort in the date from the guy's side and planning whether it be a dinner or an activity or whatever the case is. The thing is, is I think what most people don't think about is how the, what what the other person's viewpoint is. Like Mm -hmm. women think that the man wants to see an attractive female on the date. The man wants the easiest situation. Mm -hmm. And so a coffee date is very easy. A lot of times when you talk about coffee dates, we're talking about meeting for the first time Mm because you met like online. Mm -hmm. So really, the coffee date is just to see that that person is who they are. Right. It's just to make sure that they are the person they are. You're not being catfished. See if there's any kind of like desire to move forward, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think women want that first date to be significant because they're putting a lot of effort into it. And first date has like this huge like aura around it that it has to be something special. There has to be a spark, a special moment, something that you feel. And guys don't necessarily feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate all the terms. All of them. I hate them too. But zero date is how guys treat coffee dates. And so like a guy would rather you show up. And may, please disagree with me. But guys would rather you show up in some biker shorts or joggers and a tank top or a t-shirt. And your favorite tennis shoes with your hair in a bun or a ponytail to a coffee date and see that he likes you for who you are mm-hmm. than to see you with brand new hair extensions, self tanner, fake nails, brand new outfit. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure. 
how do you feel though um, about you know the idea of coffee being a very much in the morning thing and it makes you have to poop? Um, what about the evening counterpart of having a drink in the evening? I think drinks are okay. It's not my favorite. Okay. I think a lot of times when you start your date in the evening, especially with something like an alcoholic beverage, mm-hmm. one turns to two. There's a song, I think it's Hardy, maybe. Mm-hmm. One beer turns and goes basically, they turn into a relationship, have a kid. But like... I mean, a, some women want that. But that's the thing, though, is that like one, what does the one drink lead to? Like if you're easily able to cut that off and say like we're having a drink or two and then it's done, that's fine. But a lot of my friends and a lot of people that I know, they'll go out to drinks and then it ends up being a one night stand. They end up going back to the person's place. It evolves past what they want it to be. They'll mm-hmm. start with a drink at a cocktail bar somewhere nice. Mm-hmm. They wear nice clothes. They end up at a bar bar mm-hmm. drinking until 2.30 in the morning. And then you're drunk on your first date. And that's not, in my opinion, the best way to present yourself. I'd agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think, um, yeah, I think that's a, also a way to lead to, like, artificial excitement, artificial attachment. I would totally agree. I think I'm just thinking of, like, coffee at 5 o'clock in the evening. I'm a 9 to 5. I'm a 9 to 5-er, so I think that's where it's, like, hitting me. It's like, oh, like, I don't drink coffee. I switched to Diet Coke at noon. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I'm the opposite. I'm a caffeine addict, um, and so I'll drink coffee all well through the evening, but it doesn't have to be coffee. Or um, I know you're not a proponent of Saturday first dates, but I think that a Saturday dinner date is a lot different than like a Saturday brunch coffee date. Fair. I think that first dates, especially like coffee dates, dinner, drinks, need to have a hard out. You need to have a time you need to be done by. Like, I'm having a drink, then I have other plans. It's mm-hmm. so like if I was someone scheduling, like, a drink first date, I would have dinner with friends later or plans to meet my friends somewhere later, so I have to leave. That's fair. I, I w- And I would agree with that as well. Um, yeah, I think, like, having the built-in excuse is huge, um, whether that's something that evening or the following day, I think matters a lot. And I think it can help with both a good dating situation or a not so good one as well. Exactly. Quit while you're ahead. Big fan of that one. Um, yeah. I'm, do you mind if I jump into the mailbag? No, go into whatever you want. We're going to jump into. So a format we're going to be taking. Um, I have obviously gotten a lot of um, inbox mail from people with their dating questions. Um, and we're going to start to do um, two in mails and I'm going to have my guests help me. Um, they might jump in with personal anecdotes. I'm going to choose letters that um, might be relevant to my guests and their experiences. So, um, yeah, allow me to jump in. Do you want to tell me a funny story so that nobody sees me looking at my phone while I'm recording that? Oh my gosh. A funny story. Uh, something I was going to say about the first date scenario is, um, now I'm blanking on now that you asked, I just had something I wanted to interject. I do think that, like you said, like having the heart out for whatever reason is a good way to go. Um, I also think that if you don't want a guy to date you for just your looks, Mm -hmm. don't put so much importance on your looks in the first date. I agree with that. If I don't want a girl to date me for money, I'm not going to show up in a Lambo with a Rolex. That's fair, too. And I, I also think, too, like something that comes with that, like if you do an expensive first date, like and we're going we're gonna to talk about this because this letter, I think, is going to be really relevant. Like you don't want to fall in love with a restaurant. Well, if we like go if, to if, a Michelin star restaurant, 
you're going to have fun no matter who you're with. Exactly. So you're, we'll let you get into the mailbag. But yeah, if you, it, that's what, that would be my biggest advice to women. And I know that this is mansplaining and women don't want to hear advice from men on how to be better daters. I get that comment all the time. I hear you. I'm not going to change. But I do think that if you don't want, if you don't want to leave your first date wondering if he just wanted to sleep with you or if he was just thought you were attractive and if he was actually into you, don't spend all the time on your appearance. Be yourself because mm -hmm. the person that you are on that first date should be a representative of who you are. And most of the time, mm -hmm. I mean, you and I have been dating for like four months almost. Yeah. Most of the time you aren't hair done, nails done. Dirty dressed. Present. Yeah, exactly. Dressed in your best outfit. Most of the time we're hanging out, relaxing in shorts and t-shirts. Like mm -hmm. be the person that you want them to see so that there's not a shock and then they drop you and you're like, oh, I don't know why when I'm not like to the nines all the time. Exactly. Okay. No, I'd, I'd agree with that. So our first mailbag, so this is coming from um, man in NYC who's writing about his male best friend. Um, so my 32-year-old man is writing about his 28-year-old male best friend. Um, my friend came over to hang out, watch sports, play video games. Um, I asked him how it was going um, regarding his dating life, um, how it went with a girl he said he was going out with to see for the first time, and he broke down crying. She apparently no call, no text, no showed him, and he said he's tired of trying. Apparently, in some form or fashion, this has happened to him six times in a row. He goes, makes plans, researches places to go, picks nice places for drinks, dinner, sets a date, goes to confirm said plans, and women either stop replying, ask to reschedule the day, the few hours before, or they just don't show at all. I don't get why women would go through saying yes to a date, letting him set everything up and blowing it off, pretending he never existed. But I don't, I don't get it either. Um, I'm honestly not trying to be mean, ruffle any lady's feathers. But why do you think this is happening? If you or anyone you know has done this to a man, can you explain why you would? It's so inconsiderate and low character in my opinion, and I just want to help my friend. That's the letter. People call it the dating game. Like, mm -hmm. how's the dating game? And I think some people feel like they have to be in the alpha position to win the game. So I definitely think that there are people out there, and it works for both sides. This is not a male or a female issue. I think that there are men that go on nice dates as a way to take women home. I think there are women who go on nice dates to go on nice dates. Mm -hmm. And we all know the female who posts the nice dinner at Nobu or wherever she's at, very strategically taking the person sitting across the table out of the shot making sure it's just their food. We also know the guy who brags about what he did on Friday night. Mm -hmm. And so I think that sometimes the person's not for you, but you just wanted to go on a date. Mm -hmm. And maybe his idea of needing to be a better date is a nicer date, more expensive. I would suggest that this man go on a coffee date. I would agree with that. So my, my personal takes on this, I've, I've like wrote notes. Um, yeah, so my – and keep in mind this is being written by his friend. Um, I'm a big fan of when we get inbox in mails like this, everything that gets sent to us, we're not sent all the information. We side with the we side with the emailer. We see them as a good person. Um, yeah, my kind of thoughts on this. Um, yeah, first off, when I first heard that, the first thing I thought was New York City dating is extreme. This is a 28-year-old man in New York City. Do you think that like carries any weight anywhere? Because you've you've been in Nashville for a while. I mean, I think that where you are geographically ties in. Mm -hmm. But I also think that there are people of every walk of life mm 
in every city. Mm-hmm. There are people that are living on $50,000 a year as a server in New York City. True. That live a very normal life that they could be plugged into any metropolitan city in the country. Mm-hmm. When we think New York, we think high-rise, mm-hmm. working in finance, things like that. There are people that live in a way that they could go anywhere. I don't I don't think that that's it. It sounds to me like he's he's either shooting for the stars and I, I would ask, like, what attracted you to this person? Mm-hmm. Is it strictly based on physical attraction? Is it someone you know? Is it someone that was set up by a mutual friend? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think that has a lot to do with it. What uh, What did you do to get this person to go on a date with you? Mm-hmm. Did you post pictures on your hinge of you on your boat? Are you wearing expensive jewelry, expensive shoes, designer brands in your photos? Those are things that men don't think about mm-hmm. that women think about. A woman would look at his picture and go, he's at dinner and I see a Louis Vuitton wallet on the table or he's Mm -hmm. wearing a Rolex or he's on a boat and that means he has money. I would go on a date with him. Or maybe he's just, I I mean, we're going to assume, like you said, on the side of the email, I'm assuming he's a nice guy. Mm -hmm. Sounds like he has feelings. He's emotional. Yeah. Emotionally available, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're going to assume he's a nice guy, but like maybe there's something that he's doing Exactly. Because that's the thing I thought was six times is a is a big thing. And um, like I the, the idea of a no call, no show date, like I'll be there and then that person doesn't show up like that is something you don't see a lot. And I six times is irrelevant to me. I How so? How many dates has he gone on? Is it six out of six? Is it six out of 50? didn't he so they didn't specify. That's so it saying. is so- it is New York City. I think it's 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 finance guy. Um and then I don't know much more information. Like that's the annoying thing about like getting mailbag stuff is they don't like, I wish they were here to like answer questions because I'm sort of like, where do they meet? It's, it's implied. It's all dating apps. Um, I just removed that yeah. number from the situation. Okay. Cause we don't know if yeah. he's going on a date every, if he's going on three dates a week mm-hmm. over the course of a month, that's only 50% of his dates. True. He might've had 50% great experiences. True. So I, I removed the number, but it's happening to him multiple times. Yeah. And I also hear breakdown because I've, I've had, I've been sort of feel like I've been in the points where I've been like, oh, what's end with dating? Like before I met you, obviously. Um, But like where it was like, oh, this is frustrating. And I remember a day where I broke down and cried to a best friend. And that was just different. Like the idea of like a guy breaking down and crying, like that's a, that's a mental health concern. That's like, that's a struggle. Like something must be up where this is like really getting to him. If I could speak directly to this person, mm-hmm. not the emailer, the person mm-hmm. we're talking about, I would say hand over your dating profile mm-hmm. to a friend. I would agree with that. And let I w- them read your profile. Mm-hmm. Let them set your date up. Mm-hmm. Let them pick the girl yes. and see how it goes. They probably know you better than you know yourself. I would agree with that, um, which is why I wrote down things that it could be. I never say what it is or what it should be, but I put down a list because we're going to talk through what it could be. And I want this friend, if you are a good friend, and I think you are, if you're the guy who wrote in, if you wrote this in because you care about your friend, like I was going to say too, like, you know, like guys caring about their friends is, is really like awesome. Like you don't see that a lot. Like that's something where if you remember like the whole article about like rise of like lonely single men and stuff, like I think the women, the reason women um, maybe struggle less is because there are those female friendships to talk about dating and whatnot. Like, the idea that, like, this guy has, like, a close male friend to talk about this, I think, is huge. Um, so I want to thank the guy who did write in, and I want to encourage you to continue to be this guy's rock. Um, and I want you to look at your friend's dating profile and listen to 
some of the things I think you should look out for. Um, because yeah, I think six incidents of this is kind of extreme. I think, um, ghosting's common six, but six incidents of planned date, abrupt cancellations. Like I think something's gotta be off. And I don't mean that in a sense of like doing something wrong, but maybe there's something they're doing, but it's a good thing that it's something in your control versus like all women are evil or something like that. So let's like, I think we should look into things like that. Um, the first thing I want to look at is how far out are these dates being planned? Um, first off, we are dealing with New York City. Everyone is a mover and shaker. Everyone wants to do and be the next big thing. Are we dealing with a person who is planning a date a week later and then all of a sudden the day of, holy shit, I totally forgot I had this date planned, you know, like, oops, I'm going to cancel or they forget entirely, which is where the no call, no show comes in. So I want to suggest looking at that. Um, what do you recommend as far as like date scheduled versus date plan? Like how far out do you say people should go? Uh, ASAP. I agree. Match on Monday, meet on Monday or Tuesday. I agree. ASAP. While it's fresh. I agree with that. Um, do you think it shows like if, cause I think there's sort of this fear of like, and I think sometimes guys maybe like overcorrect where it's like, they don't, they try, they don't want to look like these like, mythical fuckboys that everybody talks about so much so they like kindness their way into like screwing themselves over in a sense where it's like i don't want to be the guy who says like let's just meet this evening so they plan this like grand reservation like four days later and i don't know that it actually works in their favor men are very simple creatures mm -hmm. and i think women overcomplicate things okay so women have taught men mm -hmm. to not be that person mm -hmm. you've taught us we men are like like i said we're very simple creatures we learn very well mm -hmm. by correction it's how mm -hmm. we're taught our whole lives mm -hmm. so if we are the person who wants to meet later that evening i just i accidentally just like have a mini verb i'm sorry <laughs> a merp merp um uh. so like if if that was the idea was to like meet that evening but mm -hmm. we know that that comes off bad so like well maybe we'll do this instead maybe we'll look at this instead when that's probably the best option, but we mm -hmm. don't follow that because we're, we're told not to do that. So like, if you want a guy to do something, we need to create that narrative mm -hmm. and push it because we're afraid to do those things now. But yeah, I think as soon as possible, I would agree with that. Um, and yeah, like I, I think for guys that are maybe afraid of that, I think just go ahead and um, like ask for the date like that evening or ask for it the next day, especially if you're in New York City. Because like, you lived in New York City for probably like a summer, right? Like a few uh, years five ago? Five weeks. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and you you weren't single at the time. Like this was a few no, years back. I was in a relationship. Okay. It was um, fresh, brand new. Nice. Um, did you have any like um, friends or peers that were single like trying to date at that point? Um, I have. I was with two other guys mm -hmm. and one of them was in a long-term relationship. The other was single. Mm-hmm. There was no really dating while we were there that we worked a lot. But okay. um, the, the one thing I'll say that I think New York takes into play as far as getting ghosted or stood up is that uh, there's a lot to do. Exactly. So, but the, again, talking to this man who probably doesn't even know that we're talking about him. Mm -hmm. You don't want that girl. No. Like, I know it sucks and it's emotionally draining, but like that girl's not for you anyway. She eliminated mm -hmm. herself. Yeah. She saved you from paying for a dinner and drinks possibly two or three times with someone that you don't want to be with because that's a character trait of someone you don't want to be in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. To me, like, if you get ghosted outside of, like, getting your hopes up, mm -hmm. good. She eliminated herself. Let her do it. Like, let her go. 
Mm-hmm. We need to let people go more easily sometimes. I would agree with that. You hang on to the idea of what you want someone to be. I'd agree with that. Um, yeah, and I think kind of uh, kind of to go with like the next kind of part of it. Um, yeah, as far as yeah, beyond like what's the dates like? What's the communication like in between? Um, and I think this is for like more last minute reschedule last. And I think like what's frustrating about New York is I have like my whole like no Saturday first date stance. Like I feel like every day and every minute in New York is basically a Saturday. Um, like how do you feel about, you know, choosing dates that just are easier on everybody? So you choose a day or time that's maybe not prime real estate in somebody's week. So making sure you're not choosing a Saturday. I think like when I've heard from New Yorkers, they'll talk a lot about like, you do a date like right after work, like equidistant from the two of your like work, um, whether that's like drinks, coffee, just something where it's like you kind of just have that like meet and greet like face to face. Yeah, I think you should start by saying like I'm free mm-hmm. this time, this time and this time. When's mm-hmm. good for you? Mm-hmm. That person picks one of those. You say if this is someone you don't know yet, you say like I was thinking X or Y mm-hmm. let them choose mm-hmm. or give them three let them choose two i like the idea of narrowing things down Mm -hmm. there's nothing's going to be perfect but like if you're Mm -hmm. actually dating to look for a relationship and look for someone to spend your life with you make sacrifices Mm -hmm. everything's not always the most ideal exactly make a sacrifice and what i like what you just said is talking in i terms like not this like when are you free what are you doing but i'm free at this time this is where i work what do you think? Um, like, is that an approach that you would take um, kind of like as you were dating? Like, how do you recommend like the I terms versus like, what do you think? What do you want to do? I think you need to do both because I think mm-hmm. that women want men to be in control, but they also want options. True. Like you would not like it. I mean, you would be okay with it at this point, but you mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily want me to like tell you tonight, like, hey, tomorrow we're going to do these things where I'm choosing everything. Like we're still getting to know each other. Mm. I might choose something that's out of the way for you. You need to get stuff done around the house or whatever the case is. Maybe I don't take things into account that you would need to think about. Mm -hmm. So you need options. So like maybe you don't want to be outside. So I would pick like something that's inside or a lunch or an inside activity, something like that and allow them to choose. I Mm -hmm. I like the idea of making it like a game. I'll pick three, you pick two, I'll make the decision. That allows you to eliminate the one you don't want to do. So if we say, let's have coffee, let's go for a walk in Central Park if we're talking about New York, Mm -hmm. or let's meet at Chelsea Market. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, I don't drink coffee, eliminated. Then I can choose if we're going to go on a walk, Mm -hmm. if we're going to meet inside Chelsea Market. Or if it's a hot day like it is in Austin today, you say, I don't want to be outside and sweat, so -hmm. I'll either do coffee date or inside Chelsea Market. Something like that. Allow them to eliminate. Then there's still an element of surprise because they know it's one of the two. Mm-hmm. I feel the- like giving like a list of like three potential options, like, oh, where, like, you don't have to ask, like, where do you live? But like, where are you going to be? General peripheral vision around that. And then three options that I think are, that would work. Yeah. New York City is uh, definitely, you need to know where, because yes. like, are we talking like, are mm-hmm. we in Astoria or are mm-hmm. we in Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Do you wonder if that's the issue too? Like, I've heard people in New York are such snobs about like where people live and where they date. Like I've heard where it's like, if you're in Manhattan, it's like, I don't want to talk to anybody who lives in Jersey, like stuff like that. Like no clue. (laughs) I was there for five weeks. It was interesting. It's, it is the Bama rush of dating in cities. I took my mom back for a weekend for Mm -hmm. mother's day or something. The food was good. The tacos in Chelsea market are fantastic. I like artichokes pizza better than Joe's. 
Yeah. And I don't ever care to go back. Good to know. And I joke about the Bama rush because we have a uh, Bama fan over here. Um, Roll Tide. Hook em horns. <laughs> Oops. Um, no, but um, yeah, I think whenever I hear from people dating in New York, I'm just like, this is just a, like people complain about Austin a lot. But I, th- I think New York is like. You have everyone that's trying to make it in the city and you have all these ways to meet people in person. Like I almost would think like dating apps are just in your back pocket. They're there. But like, wouldn't you just want to meet people in person if you lived in New York? You live in a small stu- Like, Why would you be in your apartment like twiddling your thumbs on a dating app when you could just be outside? Yeah, I mean, but it, I don't like when people complain about dating where they're at. Then move. Uh-huh. If, I- if settling down with someone and and starting a life and starting a family as your priority and you don't like the dating scene you don't like the people of the opposite sex where you are mm-hmm. move yeah like the world there's enough things out there that you can do these days you're not stuck to somewhere i hate when that 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 irks me so bad if you don't like it then move or don't mm-hmm. complain about it if you know that the dating scene is a certain way in new york and you have to be there for work and you're mm-hmm. not willing to work somewhere else then don't complain about it. It is what it is. Yeah. Don't date. Yeah. Or find, go outside, like expand your circle, like your radius, expand your radius, look Mm -hmm. elsewhere. Like, I mean, I would have never found you on hinge or any of those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And I wonder if this guy has like some like niche interests or just because you think of New York, like, and I like, maybe it's just because I scroll through TikTok because I'm on there, but I feel like there's a lot of like innovative startups trying to like bridge the gap between dating app and like meetup groups that don't feel like these nerdy like speed dating type situations. Like there's a lot of them where it's like surprise dates at this place. Like I wonder if that might be this guy's move or just something where it's like more about meeting people in person, like the face to face stuff, like especially just like if you, you, you have a lot of feelings involved because I hear like guy breaking down like that is a different story than guy who's fed up. Like, that's a mental health thing, and I, I wonder if, like, like I think when you meet somebody in person and you see them face-to-face, you've heard their voice, you've looked them in the eyes, like, that connection's a bigger deal to you, if that makes sense. I would tell him to quit trying. I think I think this guy could try less. Like, I mean, he's a guy who lives in New York who seems to, like, I, I don't know much about him, aside from the fact that he seems to be doing well, he's successful. Like, I think he should stop trying. I would agree with that. Completely quit trying. Yeah. Get off the apps, unless you're just scrolling for fun yeah have a hot guy summer i hate those terms i think i think you should go and like enjoy focus yourself on and enjoy your friends mm-hmm. find things that you like to do mm-hmm. cross paths with people i'd agree with that i've not met any of the last three people i've dated on a dating app mm-hmm. I, I i was never a fan of them because to me it was always like it was like a digital baseball card that you really like Nobody was real to me until I met them in person, except when I would see, like, the video. Like, because I knew, like, your mannerisms and stuff like that. And so it was just different. But, like, I remember, like, I would have these conversations on dating apps that felt, like, good. And I would meet somebody in person and just something didn't click. There's something about mannerisms and tone of voice and, like, stuff like that. Yeah, I just think it's about, I think, like, I've been on dating apps. Yeah. And I don't think I've found a single, the last four people that... I've dated and been in any sort of relationship dating back, you know, mm-hmm. over a decade now. Like, I've not met any of them on the dating apps I was on. Mm-hmm. It It's just, I don't think it's necessary. I think it's a way to keep yourself entertained. Mm-hmm. 
But I think if you really want to like be in a relationship with someone, you need to make it a priority. Mm-hmm. And that means that you're going to have to sacrifice like maybe doing a little bit of work stuff or mm-hmm. friend stuff or whatever mm-hmm. to to focus on being in a relationship. And sometimes when you want to focus on being in a relationship, the person you need to focus on is in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You really need to look and make sure that you're okay with like, I know what I bring to the table. I'm okay with being rejected. I'm setting up this mm-hmm. date online, maybe whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm valuable as a partner. If mm-hmm. this person doesn't show up, it's their loss. It's not my loss. Yeah. And I, I think this guy has time to like a guy who's 28, I think will be fine. Sure. I think a 28 year old guy, like your life is just getting started. Like if you're a 28 year old guy in like New York city, you will be fine. I think a 28 year old guy in Bozeman, Montana is fine. Yeah. I would, People I would agree like, that anyone in Bozeman, Montana is fine. I envy them. There's someone for everyone. I agree. At every level. Mm-hmm. You just have to realize where you're at and be open to it. I'd agree with that. Yeah. You could be 60. It doesn't matter. There's someone out there that thinks you are the greatest thing in the world. That's true. I'd agree with that. On that note, we'll jump into kind of our little quick hitter questions. How do you feel about the half your age plus seven rule? And what's your rule on age gaps? There isn't one. As long as it's illegal, it's fine. I mean, I think that if the person can drink, it helps. But like, I don't think the age thing is, I hate rules. There's no rules. No rules. No rules. What would you tell somebody to look at on an individual level as far as, like, what looks – what works for them? Like, what questions should someone ask themselves on if this person's okay or not versus just – or I guess, like, you have to ask yourself if it's okay or not. Maybe it isn't, but what's your thoughts there? I think that if you surround yourself with people who are a reflection of you, if you like them, your friends will like them. Cool. And if they're not good for you, they're probably – you're probably staying with them, seeing them, whatever, for – you know, whatever reason. And the thing with the age is I hate rules in general because mm-hmm. there's, I don't think there's any set rule. Like I've been on dates with a girl that was like 24 years old when I was 35 years old. How'd that go? It was fine. I had How a good it? time. Like it was fun. We had nice dinners and drinks and everything. Like I think if someone can't drink, if they're under 21, it becomes depending on your age. It can maybe feel a little, like a little weird because you can't like have a glass of wine at dinner. Mm-hmm. But like there are people I get all the time that people don't think I'm, I turn 37 next month. Yep. Most people don't think I'm 37. Nope. Um, I get told at work all the time. People think I'm like 24. So like, but someone's looks may not match their age. Their maturity level may not match their age. You don't know what someone's been through. There are people that I know. I know 14 year olds that are more mature than 30 year olds. I know. Mm-hmm. And so like it, it's, I don't like the idea of a rule. So whatever the rule is, I don't care. I don't like the rule. I mean, I think abolish the rules. I'd agree with that. Go with what you feel. I would agree with that. Um, My other question, and this was something that came in, um, is putting that you are looking for. So if you know Hinge, um, now in Hinge you can put what you're looking for um, and you can choose from a list of options. I think there's like something like short term, which is kind of Hinge speak for casual, but Hinge probably doesn't want to say casual. Um, There's like long term relationship. There is an option that says life partner. Um, there's someone who asks, is putting that you are looking on, I'm sorry, you are looking for a life partner on Hinge too much. This is a woman, um, versus just saying long-term relationship. This is a woman who is in her thirties, marriage minded. Do you think saying life partner is too much? Um, and she kind of noted that she's not religious. It feels kind of religious. Should you just say long-term relationship if you are a marriage minded person? 
I think that it's someone's job at Hinge to come up with ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's people on there that say that they're looking for long-term relationships that'll go home and be someone's one-night stand. True. So, like, trust what people say. Don't trust mm-hmm. an app selection. They're selecting things on an app to get you to filter search results. Mm-hmm. There are guys that will put they're looking for long-term, short-term everything in between just so mm-hmm. they get the most options when they swipe. Mm-hmm. So talk to people. Yeah. Look at someone's profile. See if there's things that you like. Talk to them. There's no investment. Ask them what they're looking for. They can be way more specific than saying like a word. Are you a fan of asking people what they're looking for on dating apps? Yeah. How do you just, what are you looking for? Three, three questions sure. in. Okay. I'm looking for a relationship. I'm not here. Like, I'm not here to fuck around. Yeah. Why not let people know? Like, I think that people are way too shy. They hide and they're mad when things don't go their way. Do you recommend that people start with what are you looking for versus saying I'm looking for this and seeing how they respond? We just talked about this. Yeah. Eyes first. Eyes first. Say, you know, hey, how are you doing? How's your day? Whatever the case is. Mm. Maybe have a couple introductory sentences back and forth and say, just like before we go any farther, I am looking for a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking just to like take someone to dinner a couple times and have a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to like build a relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. If you're not into that, that's cool. I completely understand, but I'm going to go another way. Mm-hmm. Think, no, I respect. Yeah, I mean, people people don't want to say those things because they're like, oh, that's too much to say right away. Mm-hmm. Then you get mad when three dates in. They stop returning your calls or you see them on social media or somewhere else or you see them at the bar with someone else. Well, you didn't ask what they wanted. They just wanted drinks and you wanted a wife. Which is why, like, my next kind of question I think is going to be – this. then this next one's a fun one. Um, another another male email. Um, I have a 60-40 female male audience, which I think is really exciting. Like, you don't see that, you don't see that all that often. Um, you see either, like, one way or the other. And I think that makes things nice for kind of the split of things. Um, so this is actually written by a guy. Um, and I actually wonder, part of me wonders if this is a woman writing in trying to pretend to be from a guy's perspective. And I think you'll kind of probably agree because of how it's written. It's just too long to be a woman's email. Um, 32 male living in major city, successful, high income. I enjoy dating and I'm happy to get into a relationship with the right person, but I'm in no rush to get married anytime soon. When I say I like dating, I mean that I like going on dates, dinners, drinks, etc. with the woman I'm attracted to. I enjoy bringing a woman as a date to parties and events, do well, expense is not a big deal to me financially, and it's honestly worth it. I have no problem finding dates in general. Where my problem comes in, women I've gone down this road with, dates and then more dates if things go well, um, they've accused me of leading them on by dating like this. Some mention their own biological clock or timeline for marriage saying that I have wasted their time. Now, I have never promised anything in the form of a relationship, and I've told them this, but they say I've led them on with my actions, which, according to them, imply I want a relationship. FYI, these are just nice dates. Sometimes they're plus one invites to parties, not weddings or anything like that, and I'm not introducing anyone to my parents or anything. I've also had some make comments about my age, 32, thinking it was an indicator that I'd be on the fast track for marriage, which with it also being weaponized against me. Puts in parentheses, oh, you want kids someday? Probably seen the memes around that. And it's starting to really piss me off. I feel like I've done the right thing, and I've had nice and respectful approach to datings at my pace, 
just to feel like I'm being punished for it. Do these women want me to be asking them for Netflix and chill or be a dickhead? Do I have to be the doing the awkward, what are you looking for, question, song, and dance? I fucking hate this question. He puts that in parentheses. Am I supposed to be giving a disclaimer that these dates don't mean anything when that's not even the case? I'm open to a relationship and it's possible one of these connections could become that, but I'm not looking at it like this is a waste of time if there's no guarantee of a serious relationship the way they seem to be. So what am I supposed to do? Am I just asking to have my cake and eat it too here? I think his bio should reflect exactly what he wants. Say what mm -hmm. he said to us. Say, I'm open to a relationship, but really just enjoy casual dating. Do you think casual sends because everyone has their own definition of casual because some some people hear casual and they think they're going to want to spit on my face and walk out the door the second yeah. after they get what they want. But you're writing a bio. Right. Like you don't it's not a dissertation. This person sounds mm -hmm. incredibly intelligent. Mm -hmm. um, very well spoken. And I think that keep your bio short and sweet mm -hmm. and you're going to eliminate people and that's OK. Mm -hmm. Getting dates is not a hard thing for him. Yeah, I think he, he thinks he'll lose. I think he thinks he's going to lose dates if he's like That's too okay. honest. That's okay. Then, but then don't be upset when this is the result you get. Yeah. So you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too, mm. or you're going to get this. Like you say what you want, or people are going to misinterpret that. Mm -hmm. I also wonder because he doesn't mention anything around um, you know what women are saying. Like I also wonder like if he's reading all the right social cues. Like if you have a woman sitting across from you. Um, who's talking about things like, you know, I'm I'm the maid of honor in my best friend's wedding or like my sister's having a baby in a few months. Like, I can't wait to start a family of my own. Like, are you walking away from those situations that feel like you've got a woman who's relationship or family minded and you're just not on that same page? I don't think he's looking for it. That's the thing. But he like, didn't maybe say he he's should. looking for it. He says he's open to it. The thing is, like, if, if someone's so, like, hell-bent on that and you are not, like, shouldn't you be keeping an eye out for it and, like, so that you don't hurt anyone's feelings? Is that his problem or theirs? I think, I mean, I Because if they're I, looking I would for say, a relationship, let them ask. I think, yeah, and I, I agree with that, too. I think there's an accountability piece on those sides because I think it's, like, saying what you want. But it's also, like, I think for sometimes women, too, where it's, like, if you feel like a guy likes you more than you like him, it's part of you should also be thinking, like, oh, shit, like, this person's ahead of me. Like they're on chapter 10. I'm on chapter six. Like when do you speak up? When is it ethical to speak up? It's not your job to speak up. Fair. Is it? Everyone but, is responsible for their own self. I, it's not my job to think for you or it's to assume that you want something else. Because then when I do that and I cut it off because you say that stuff and really you're just having casual conversation, then I'm the jerk mm -hmm. for cutting it off. Mm -hmm. You're an adult. I, Stand up for yourself. Speak for yourself. I Don't agree. let someone else do it. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're, you're good. No, I, I totally, because it's like a funny song and dance too. And I think some people weaponize the song and dance where it's like you want to, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings so much so that you get ahead of it. And then you deal with somebody's ego where they're like, whoa, I didn't want that. Like you say like, oh, hey, like, by the way, I wasn't looking for something. And like, whoa, I wasn't looking for something either. You think I'm obsessed with you? Like, have you ever dealt with anything like that? Uh, no. Because yeah. I say the thing that you, that no one wants to say good yeah golf clap golf clap. but it's but that's the thing is the best way to not hurt someone's feelings is to say the thing that nobody wants to say true if you just want like that person like if you want to be cute use like the drake lyric like i'm here for a good time not a long time 
And I like, and I think that's like a part of it too, is like, I feel like so many people feel like these difficult conversations have to be had in these like very rigid, like I'm going to go put on like my buttoned up like suit and say this scary thing. Like, I think you can have a way where you can uh, show, not tell, or have it said in a fun way that still gets the message across. Yeah. The thing is, is if he delete, I think people try way too hard on dating apps. Agreed. Delete your whole bio mm-hmm. and say, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I'm fresh. You'll have fun. And women will see you, and if they think you're a catch and they want a long-term relationship, they'll think they're the one that can change you mm-hmm. and still go on a date with you. Yes. And at some, time, at some point, they'll either realize they were wrong, mm-hmm. or they will change you, or they will be the one that you're worth settling for. Fair. Or you know what I meant. But did, I just think he wants to have his cake and eat it too. He wants to go on casual dates. Mm-hmm. And if he falls on a gym, mm-hmm. he wants a relationship. Mm-hmm. Or no, is open to a relationship to use their words. Mm-hmm. Trying to have his cake and eat it. But we all want to have our cake and eat it too. And that's the thing is like, yeah, you do want to have your cake and eat it too. Don't yeah, but what all. you want and what you expect are different. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but I think personal accountability is the number one thing, and no one wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Don't put don't like I said earlier. Like don't don't make your all of your photos you on vacation in expensive places, doing expensive things. You at mm-hmm. the club with bottle service, and then get mad when you think a girl wants you for your money. Like, what types of pictures do you think would send the right message for the guy who's not actively looking for something but is open to the possibility? Six pictures. I mean, I don't think that you should post pictures based on what you're looking for. I think you should post pictures based on your personality. Okay. I think my pictures, um, the last time I was on a dating app, one was me with a cigar in my mouth after Alabama had beat Tennessee. It's like a tradition. Yeah. Um, I think there was a picture of me on a boat in Croatia drinking champagne, but I was wearing like a flamingo floaty because it's like a thing they do there um where i was uh there was a picture of me and my best friend's daughter and in the caption it says not my child stop you were a not my kid guy yeah she's not my kid but it's a good picture um and i don't know other things like that i just i just am like a fan of being real with who Uh. you are like i can't stand it drives me nuts on both sides when women go after the person who is all one thing and then they get mad when they get that or the guy that like you know, I have friends that will, like, their dating apps are, like, the highlight reel of their mm-hmm. life. And they get upset when they get, like, burned. Like, if you're a budget guy, be a budget guy. Like, you, you don't have to post in all these expensive things mm-hmm. in order to... I mean, look, you're my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. My TikToks are usually done in my car. Yep. In a sweaty t-shirt with headphones that... I bought off of Facebook Marketplace a different version of the same Carhartt hat that I think I paid 15 bucks for. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't take a lot. I literally prop my phone on my steering wheel. I don't even have a car mount. Like, I don't do anything special. Everything I'm wearing right now, I got on sale. Or from Walmart or Facebook Marketplace. Like, you don't have to do a ton. You have to be a good person. I mm-hmm. think that people get lost and forget who they are mm-hmm. and try to be what someone else wants. And they get sad when it doesn't work out. I'd agree with that. I think, um, where does being the best version of yourself end and like, um, pretending to be somebody you're not in? Like, um, like where, 
I think there's there's putting your best foot forward and then there's like accidentally catfishing someone or showing off like some people will talk a lot about like you know like they'll say like oh women are catfishing but it's not so much that as much as like women are choosing from the pictures that they were bridesmaids in people's weddings and they had the whole glam squad to do their makeup and I think everyone can be kind of the same way that's not catfishing though that's true but sometimes people will call it catfishing well that's another reason guys want coffee dates yeah it's because we want to see what you look like on a coffee date like we guys don't like do we think that the girl who's wearing like the expensive heels and the nice dress and has extensions and makeup and all that looks nice sure mm-hmm. like we she's attractive like there are people that are universally attractive whatever mm-hmm. the case is but we know that that's not who we're getting like mm-hmm. that every day like, Margot Robbie doesn't wake up and look like the Margot Robbie that you see in Wolf of Wall Street. No. Like, we know that there's a different version. It's just, when do we get to see it? Or, do we only take you for what you are at surface level if that's all you let us see? Mm-hmm. Coffee dates are great. You can still look nice on a coffee date. You can wear a nice ponytail. Mm-hmm. Like, fix your hair in a nice ponytail. You can wear your Lululemon Align leggings or your Wonder Unders, whichever I one love, you like. I love how you know the. I love how you know the names. Yeah, wear a, a nice shirt. Like, what? You can still dress nice casually. You don't have to like. It doesn't have to be. To the nines all the time. That makes sense. Yeah, just be yourself. I don't believe in like the best version of yourself. Be your actual self. Yeah. You're, you're great some days. You're not great some days. Accurate. It's okay to just be that person. Mm-hmm. You're going to be sad some days. You're going to be over the moon some days. And that's okay because the person that you're dating has to deal with both. True. When would you tell somebody that, that they should take a break from dating? Like for like mental health reasons. You talk a lot about like mental health and like feeling great. Like we talked um, like that first email we read like guy who broke down. Like that's a that's a struggle. Like. That's different from saying, like, I'm fed up dating. Like, when would you tell somebody to take a break or, like, you know, address their own mental health before they date again? You should take a break from anything when it no longer serves you. Okay. When it's no longer giving you what you want and it becomes exhausting. Mm-hmm. Whether that's golf. Mm-hmm. If you do golf because it's fun, if you go play golf because it's fun and then you're slamming your clubs into the ground and not having fun anymore, take a break. Mm-hmm. Do something else. If you're dating and it becomes exhausting and you're no longer enjoying the process and you're not having success, take a break. Whatever you're doing, take a break. Listen to your brain and your body. Mm-hmm. Your brain and your body will tell you when you need breaks from things. I'd agree with that. I'd yeah. agree. Hey. Hi. What's up? I'm going to, I've got another, we're going to read some fun questions. Um, you look pretty today. You look really nice too. I'm hitting on my guests. Sorry, guys. Oops. Breaking rules. Hitting on my guests. Um, no, my question, um, what is a dating preference that most people like that was a swipe left for you or just was a turn off for you? We can make that general. Um, like, what is a common turn on that is not a turn on for you? Uh, I don't know because I don't really pay attention to, like, what people act like. If I think someone's attractive, I don't even go to the second picture. Okay. I don't read your bio and I don't go to the second picture. I just swipe. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about it later. We'll figure the rest of it out. Am mm-hmm. I attracted? That's what the dating app is for is to find out if you're attractive. Everyone can lie. Like, you don't have to type with truth. Were you the type that would, like, swipe right and then, like, you'd get a match and then you'd, like, f- then fully read it and be like, oh, fuck, like, not what I wanted. And then, like, 
yeah, I would just like move on. Like you just see it's different for guys because like we could get on. I've heard guys do like the crop dusting method. Guys could get on and I could swipe all day and get 10 matches. You could get on and swipe 10 times and get 10 matches. Yeah. And so and the the algorithms usually try to give you a match Mm -hmm. once you log on Mm -hmm. because they they want you to have success. Mm -hmm. If you swipe 10 times, get 10 fails, you're not likely to continue. So they try to feed you a match early in your swiping. Yeah. It's part of the algorithm. But I don't know because if I, I would just open the app, person's pretty, yes, not attractive to me for whatever reason, mm-hmm. no. And then figure it all out later. A lot of times, I mean, I know that women hate this because they like craft those profiles because they think mm-hmm. they're going to find Mr. Right because they posted a certain picture or a certain thing in their bio. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Most guys don't care. We don't read anything. We don't even go to a second picture. Maybe that's just me. So what should be a woman's first picture? Like, not necessarily the place or the pose, but, like, should it be, like, front and center, like, you know, portrait style? Should it be full body? Like, what should that first picture be? Everyday life. Okay. Like a hobby or just general, like, if they have a dog, put the picture with the dog. Don't care about your dog. Okay. Good to know. Like, so just hot. Just whatever is normal. Like, if yeah. you post, post a picture of you laying on the front of a boat in Miami, I'm probably not going to swipe because mm-hmm. I'm going to assume you're either, one, a bot, or two. And that's a good question. I'm actually going to swoop this question for this because I think it's a good question. Um, I think this is actually a really good question for what we are talking about right now. Do guys ever swipe left on a dating app because they think a girl is out of their league? Uh... Well, no, because it's zero investment. Swipes don't cost anything. True. Which is where the part two of the question comes in. Um, woman says, I think I'm decently good looking, but not jaw-droppingly beautiful. I realize that if I that I swipe left not only when I don't like a guy, but when I think a guy is just too good looking or stylish. So are guys guilty of this as well? If so, would this differ from app to app? On Hinge, for example, you can only like so many people per day. Are guys as strategic with these likes as I am? Are they swiping realistically or more idealistically? So your question I'm going to answer very vaguely because this is the problem with dating, especially social media. Mm-hmm. Nothing is everything. Okay. There are probably guys out there that only swipe on people that they think are a perfect match for them. Mm-hmm. They might swipe three times a day. There are also guys that will pay for, like, the highest version of this app and mm-hmm. swipe on everyone, mm-hmm. hoping to find something. Throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. So, I don't even want to answer. Okay. It, it's everybody. There's something for everybody. Everybody is, like, there's someone that fits every category that that person's talking about. Makes sense. But for every seat. Yeah. There are some people who are interested in feet. Yes. I'm not one of them. Me either. Good to know. I do have feet, two of them. I, I, I too. Good job for not losing those feet. <laughs> oh, goofus. Yeah. Being goofballs. Um. But yeah, I just, I just think like your first picture should be something that's you. I agree. Don't go over the top. Nothing crazy. You don't need to look like you did a photo shoot for your first picture. Just like a picture of you that someone got while you were drinking wine with friends or whatever. Something simple. Agreed. 
And then I think my final question to close this out, because we see this question, this term pop up on TikTok a lot. How do you feel about a woman who says she wants princess treatment in dating? Why did you do this? Is your feeling just let's get up and leave? No, my feeling is like that is completely different to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like you see some people post like princess treatment and it's, you know, he venmo you so you could get your nails done before the date mm-hmm. and he sent a car for you and he's taking you to this nice dinner and like all these things. And to some women, princess treatment is literally just like opening their door. So again, it's a spectrum. Exactly. Like it's so many things in this world are on a spectrum mm-hmm. and people get so frustrated because they try to find the answer mm-hmm. to the one thing and life doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. So princess treatment, like every woman should feel like a princess. Mm-hmm. Every man should feel like a king mm-hmm. or queen. That That's the one thing. So the one thing that bugs me about the princess treatment thing is like, it just feels childy. So I'm like, yeah, but the queen has responsibilities. Exi- but that you should have responsibilities as someone's girlfriend. But most partner. of the time, the people that are asking for this princess treatment don't they want don't the want responsibilities. That, which is why I'm so opposed to it. But a queen will treat her man like a king. Exactly. And a king will qu- treat his woman like a queen. Exactly. The and princess so wants to have everything done the for princess them. Princess, like, with... is it your fault? Like, I get the whole like, oh, daddy thing, but it's like you want you're looking for a father. Like, you don't have. Well, we're not. They're not looking about. for a father. They're looking for someone to take care of them. Yeah. But they don't want to give back. Like there was a viral video about a man who was asking for some things and like he wanted the princess treatment essentially. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what man wants that? Every man does. It just Mm -hmm. means something different. Mm -hmm. Like the princess treatment to me, like giving a, treating a girl right is the princess treatment to me. Yeah. Very simple. Open their door sometimes. Doesn't have to be every time when it feels appropriate. Pay for dinner every once in a while or all the time, whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. Plan things. Make them feel pretty. Make them feel appreciated. Mm -hmm. Men need to feel validated. Mm -hmm. They want to feel like they have um, something to contribute, that they're important. Mm -hmm. Like, they want to feel that you're loyal to them. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the way that you treat a man like a king. Mm -hmm. Like, the king and the princess treatment, that's the issue with the princess treatment, is that Mm -hmm. there's no idea of reciprocation. Yeah. What are some ways that, because, like, I think there's that, like, early dating thing, like, kind of stage where people are terrified of, like, doing too much for someone who might not care because it's like there's a lot of women who are willing to do a lot for a guy for but they don't want to do it for a guy who doesn't care like what are some early indicators to show that you're willing to do that but like not necessarily do that without like a commitment like what are some like little kind of things that you would recommend a woman do is it like little check-ins throughout the day like what do you think um i mean it depends on what you're looking for like Mm -hmm. Early on, you would, like, DoorDash me food if you knew that I was, like, busy and didn't have time to, like, do something. I, mm-hmm. I had a crazy schedule, and you would look and see, like, you know, what I'm doing. And then, at, like you said, one day I was coming home from a, a work event, and I'd been driving for, like, eight hours. And you said, like, well, what's your ETA? And I sent you my ETA. Mm-hmm. And when I got home, my Chick-fil-A order was sitting at home for me. That was very sweet of you. Thank you. Things like that. But if I did that, didn't say thank you, never mentioned it. Mm-hmm. said actually like i didn't even pick it up like i was so tired blah blah mental note boom listen to mm-hmm. people when they talk yeah you know and so i try something mm-hmm. send them I, I even made a video on this like that was the great like doordash them some food or tickets to an event like these are things that you and i like do so mm-hmm. but like put yourself out there try it 
mm-hmm. see what the reaction is and decide whether you want to do it or not. Mm. No, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you have any thoughts before we close this out? We are almost at time. Talk it's to great. real people. Talk to real people and go outside. Yeah. Don't say the other. Don't say the term for that. Just talk to real people. Don't say TG. What? Touch grass. Don't say that. I hate that. I hate all the terms. Abolish. What's what's, what's our sexual market value? Six. Huh? Abolish terms. Talk to real people. Have real experiences. My, that, sex, that's... my sexual marketplace value is 45. I don't know what that means. But I think that anybody who blue. believes that is a loser. Yeah, no, I think that it just talk to real people, enjoy life, and find people that fit into your puzzle. Agreed. What's a high-value woman? I don't believe in that. I think it's a backwards-value fucking idiot. Those terms don't even exist. I don't give them the thought of the, the time of day. Agreed. Uh, that, was, that was in, just for a sound bite. Yeah, they don't exist in my realm. I don't believe in. I think is, is, if I tell you you're a high value man, would that be a compliment? I would not care. I couldn't care less. I think you're perfect though. Yeah. Other people's opinions of people shouldn't matter. I appreciate your words and the fact that you speak them, but my opinion of myself ranks higher than anyone else's. I appreciate you. I appreciate you and the time that you give me. All right. I think we're going to close this out. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see you next time.